from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice, this is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, the Republican National Convention continues. Our lovely First Lady, Melania Trump, spoke. It was, I didn't watch it with my eyeballs, I just listened to it, and it sounded a little canned. I wonder, was it pre-recorded, did you notice? I don't think so. I think it was all live. It was there was an audience in the Rose Garden, the Rose I think, Garden. and they were outside. The production was unbelievable. Oh, was it great? I don't know if I want to call it great. It was a good job done quality wise, if you're judging it by the the way that it was pulled off, I think. I'm just talking about the style that they used. She came out to a two minute video. It was like one of those award shows when they announce a lifetime achievement award or they announce the next presenter or nominee for something and they do a two-minute montage of all the person's highlights did they do that yes wow and they introduced it donald trump introduced it the same way that it would be introduced where was he melania trump (laughs) it was it was like that do you ever see that video of him when he was in the world wrestling, whatever they call it now, and he comes out and his tune was money, 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 and he's yeah. got the two like strippers on his arms? It was very much that style. Right. This but was a show, and then after they did the video, they had the long hallway outside. I don't, not hallway, but... They redid the corridor type thing. Yeah. I wondered why they redid the Rose Garden. They took out Jackie O's apple trees. And I just thought, wow, that was a dramatic thing. I wonder if they did it just for the production. I'm sure they did because this was obviously, they had a camera set up and there's this long walkway, a couple hundred feet probably. You don't see anything. And then you see Melania come around the corner, walking like a supermodel almost, right up towards the camera. It's very, very dramatic. Did you see what she was wearing? All I saw was the stills, and it was quite military. That's exactly what I noticed. It looked like a general's type of uniform that they had modified to kind of be sexy for a woman. It was very, very militant looking to me. She looked great. She's fantastic. I love her. You know what I think they did? Well, I shouldn't say I love her. She exudes class, in my opinion, even if she did like her little... uh, bearskin rug stuff. I don't care. I think she just seems like a classy broad. But I have to say that I do believe that what they did to her four years ago, I think they were in on it. I think Trump was in on it. They silenced her intentionally, in my opinion, neutralized her as a voice, as a person with just a way to control her when they tricked her into reading some stuff reminiscent or pulled from Michelle Obama's speech after she had said that she was writing it herself. You remember that whole scandal from four yeah, years ago. Yeah, there were some people tweeting, oh, I don't remember Michelle Obama giving this speech last Yeah, I, I just, that was such a dirty trick. And anyone on either side of the aisle who doesn't think that that was a low thing to do to her, or, I mean, I can't think of any reason other than to just control her, that's that was that just this is what it you can show her the zapruder film you can show her you know what i mean what we can do to you and the entire world will listen to us so and i told my daughter that and she's so funny she's so sympathetic she's she doesn't isn't particularly sympathetic to that crowd but she's like oh that poor thing you know because you know she's just in over her head well, I shouldn't say she's in over her head, but I'm sh- she can't possibly control her scene is what I mean to say. 
Yeah, I think you're probably right about that. There are two other women in the RNC story that I really want to dig into, but I'll let you give us kind of more of an overview first. An overview of the evening from what I watched, the Republicans, they demonstrated the counter narrative to the narrative of racism, bigotry, disinformation. So they they presented the counter narrative and... The way that they did that, Trump pardoned somebody towards the beginning of the, the convention. He pardoned somebody. It was a bank robber. What was his name? Yeah, I Joe know. Joe Ponder. Didn't... He, yeah. Ponder, okay. This guy was a bank robber, and then he started a program, Hope for Prisoners, that helped prisoners rehabilitate, and he pardoned them on the basis of that. This was an African-American to demonstrate the counter I'm not racist narrative. On top of that, they did a naturalization ceremony. Trump was there for that as well. It was a little funny quip he made in there. He was reading the names of the people and he read the names of one of the women. Then he said she received a master's in psychology. And then he goes, in other words, she can figure me out. <laughs> he starts laughing. It was funny. It was kind oh, of fl- maybe a little flirtatious, too, because she was kind of cute. Well, I just wanted to say something about that naturalization thing. They were talking about violating the Hatch Act, and I thought it was all about Pompeo just doing a speech from a an official trip that he was on, which I detest that guy. And I think that whole Jerusalem thing was provocative and that this is provocative. But the Hatch Act was just nothing to me. Then when I saw that they had Chad Wolf, who was the immigration guy or what is he? Homeland guy? I forget who he is. But he was the one who conducted that naturalization ceremony, which is an official government thing to do as part of the of the Republican Party. I actually thought that was totally wrong. I was shocked. And then I said, oh, this is why not. This is why people care. People care because they're told to that to care. But but that did seem to me like that's not right. That you have the authority to naturalize people unrelated to your campaign. I didn't think that was, I thought that was intentionally, obviously, stupidly wrong. I don't care at all, but it was stupid and wrong, in my opinion. What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedandSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- Six five three eight eight three eight. So yeah, there were other things in the RNC that I found to be interesting, but um, I thought, did you see Tiffany speak? I watched it for a few minutes. It was, it was painful. In my Nobody opinion. even mentioned it, but I assume that this was a rebuttal to that little scandal of that nice gal who worked for Trump, who the reporter. Gave her some wine or something and got her to say that Tiffany's like a non-person or something or embarrasses him because she's fat. Oh, yeah. I remember that. So I feel like they have to trot her out every once in a while to make it look like. I think the last time we saw her was 2016. I believe she spoke then as well. Her speech was about the fake news. So the other day it was Don Jr. talking about the fake news. And yesterday it was her as well as his other son. 
Don Jr.'s speech was better than the two kids that went last night, in my opinion. Not the not the John Barron. John Barron's son didn't speak, right? Barron? No, Barron didn't speak. That would be fantastic if Barron got up there and spoke. But he no. can't speak, though, right? Isn't he nonverbal? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> never kidding. heard him. I don't know. They call him autistic because he just stands there like a deer in the headlights, which he may be autistic, but he it's also reasonable for him to be like, what? So... It was Eric and Tiffany? Eric and Tiffany spoke, yeah. Okay, and then who else spoke? Rand Paul spoke. And he told the convention, he said, vote for Trump if you hate war like I hate war. And he said he's proud of the job Donald Trump has done as president. They People are now trotting out, and this actually pisses me off. People, I say to people, my old line, like name five things or three things or one thing that he actually did that's going to keep that makes this all worthwhile, whatever. And the pedo thing is in the future. And someday everyone will know that he was Batman, but you don't pull the mask off of Batman. And one thing that's coming up over and over again, so I'm sure someone's out there floating it. And I think you can count on Rand Paul to do that is he hasn't gotten us into foreign entanglements. Trump has not gotten us. And these are the same people who criticized Obama for not getting us into foreign entanglements. They don't have any principles. It pisses me off. But that stuff with Jerusalem and those provocations and stuff, I, I don't I don't know what's going on in Lebanon, Syria. I don't know where that's all going to go. But I would not say that it's over yet. I will say I expected a war. I expected Iran that that really was a war. I guess I fell for it all those years, that tension of just being afraid of that, whatever the war is, and it may well be coming, like you say, with China or whatever. Iran, that I now realize was just that enemy to justify wiping out every single piece of land or whatever, justifying intervening in any piece of land from from uh, the West Bank to the to Tehran. Yeah, and Mike Pompeo spoke as well last night. I want to tell you quickly about Mike Pence's speech first, because I know you'll have a lot to say about Pompeo. Pence, his wasn't really a speech. I think he's speaking tonight. But Pence did this kind of segment where he spoke with people who have benefited from the right to try law that Trump signed back in 2018. I'm in favor of that law personally. The Democrats used to be in favor of it until Trump signed it. Then they started taking the opposite position. Well, here's all the bad things that could happen. They used to be in favor of it. Mike Pence actually signed that law in Indiana prior to becoming Trump's vice president. So he had some experience with that. He got Trump to do it. And he talked to some children whose lives they say were saved because of that law. I'm in favor of that law because it's it gives you an opportunity if, if they say there's nothing else that can be done to try experimental treatments that previously you'd have to jump through a bunch of hoops, wait through, wait for FDA approval to get. But now you can use this law if it's in the right circumstances to get maybe some experimental help that could save your life. Mike Pompeo, he spoke from Jerusalem, said he was speaking in his free time, as you said. Then he went on to talk about how Trump has pulled back the curtain on predatory China, and he ensured that all the Chinese spies were going to be imprisoned or they're going to be sent back to China. He was stoking China as that demon enemy. And on top of that, there was a story today about how Pompeo broke his silence on the Russian poison scandal. Apparently, an opposition leader was poisoned in Russia, and they're saying that Putin's behind it. So China 
and Russia, Pompeo speaking in, in ways that could hit at war, in my opinion. Those anytime I hear about Russia poisoning or killing or any of that, the all those stories, they never stand up to scrutiny. I haven't scrutinized this one yet, but I'm just I assume I, I, I think the presumption in that case is that it's a baloney story. But I actually don't have a lot to say about Pompeo. I have more to say about a little bit to say about Pam Bondi and a bit to say about Marianne Mendoza. So let me hit Pam Bondi first, if you're okay with That's that. That's what he said. <laughs> She's the, actually... The look on your face. <laughs> no, but She's Pam good looking. She is good looking. She's better looking than she was. She's actually getting better looking. So I, I don't know if she got a nip and a tuck or what. But I was surprised when I looked her up to see how old she was. She's older than I thought. Yes, she was. that's what I. She's older. What? She's older than I thought she would be. Yeah, that's on. what I. Me too. I had the same reaction. So she's looking a lot better. She's been around. So she's just. She has. I know her. I know. I'm familiar with her story because. Her story is riddled with shenanigans, irregularities, finance stuff. So my guess is she's she's uh, making bank doing whatever it is she's doing, which is why she can afford really high quality plastic surgery. I don't know if she did that, but I wouldn't be surprised. Not to derail. Did you notice Kamala appear? Kamala appears to have had surgery. People using the face mask times to have surgery. Nice. Cover them up with a face mask. Genius. I don't I don't do a lot of visual consumption of uh, the news, so I miss a lot of that stuff. I can't. Sorry, I can make a lot of sacrifices, but I just I can't like noise up my house with that stuff. So I just have to read the text. So um, because I'm always on my phone. Like, I just take every spare moment to tweet whatever. So when people tweet me stuff that you have to, like, press play and listen to and watch, I rarely get to do it. I save it for later, but I rarely get back to it. It's just, I don't know. Uh, I can't always have earbuds in, you know? So, okay. So a couple of highlights about her is she was the Florida attorney general from 2011 to 2019. You might know her because she was the one who was responsible for prosecuting Dwight Gooden, who I always felt bad for. Was it Dwight Gooden? The baseball player? Yeah, no, it's Daryl Strawberry. Daryl Strawberry. Bad for well, they both got into some... Daryl Strawberry definitely got into some trouble. No, he had trouble, and I always felt bad for him. But I I, I read that she that she prosecuted um, Dwight Gooden. Did he have trouble? He did also. He did. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So she was that. She was that. She was that. So anyway, but she was also on the job when the Parkland shooting happened and the Pulse nightclub thing. And, and Florida has seemed very deep, statey, sketchy for a long time. And she over, she was at the helm, the top cop, basically, during that time. And I've always found it very sketchy. Even little things about her, what she said and everything, always thought it was very sketchy. She had a meeting in 2018 with Lev Parnas. Does that name sound familiar to you? That's that slimy Russian guy that Giuliani was working with, allegedly, right? Yeah, who contributes to Republicans, who's who's uh, doing funny business in Ukraine, supposedly. She also has connections with Scientology, which she says is about suppressing human trafficking. I think Scientology's headquarters is down there. And it's just funny because the human trafficking thing is like, is the QAnon cover. 
Wait, so she has ties to them because she was investigating them? No, like, I don't know if she got campaign contributions to them, but there was, she has a lot. Her wiki page is, it has a huge, like, ethics section yeah. of questionable stuff she's been up to and meeting Lev Parnass, having a relationship with Scientology, all that stuff pops up. I didn't investigate each story, but I just, it's just funny to me because her excuse for having this relationship with Scientology, which is a controversial organization, is that they, like she, are trying to fight human trafficking. So I guess that's how Scientology redeems its image. And it's funny because that's also what QAnon does, says that it's, that, that is the one thing that can exonerate Trump from anything he does with respect. And they actually say it's the reason he's keeping the COVID thing going is that it gives him time to, to round up the pedos deep states. Yeah. Stuff, until so. John, JFK Jr. can reveal himself as Q. Oh, that's nice. And uh, he must be friends with Jim Morrison or whatever. You know, but, how many other people? Is Kurt Cobain someone? I don't know. Maybe. Or is he really we dead? We start that right now. But the other thing, speaking of Q, was Marianne Mendoza. She was supposed to speak. She allegedly, she allegedly, she founded Angel Families because her, I know this is a little long, so let's take, ah, let's hear from a good patron saint of ours who has a little liberty loving business, a big supporter of the show. Let's uh let's take a moment to hear what he's got on tap for us. Big shout out to LibertyGear.net, an online store filled with masks, shirts, and even some cool posters, including protest gear such as the Obey, PSYOP, and Flatten the Lies masks, and lots of other funny, weird stuff to lighten up your day. Even if you wouldn't choose to wear a mask, many businesses and governments are now requiring them. Might as well use the device to reach out to like-minded people in your community and make them smile at the same time. Even if you don't want to buy anything right now, look through the merch. Chances are there's something there that will give you a much-needed laugh in this crazy world. And if you're looking for something you don't see, keep in mind they love new ideas and they take requests for custom gear. Just email them at custom at libertygear.net. So please support a fellow Liberty lover and a Propaganda Report fan you might know and love. And as a bonus, until the end of September, all products are 10% off only at LibertyGear.net. This Marianne Mendoza, do you know her? Have you ever heard of her? Not until yesterday. Yeah. Okay. So she she was one of the faces of illegal immigrants killed my son. Which I'm always very hesitant to scrutinize, criticize, be cynical of parents in pain like that. They can get gotten to and just told to say whatever, you know, just directed in a certain way in their grief. So I don't like to call into question their authenticity or their story. I don't, it doesn't matter. They're used for political purposes. They might, some might be actors, some might not. Her story was a little, Kind of odd, I thought, because she was famous because her son, a cop, and one of the first people, cops to in the country to step up to wear a body camera, 
was killed off duty by an illegal immigrant who drove 30 miles in the wrong direction as cops tried to stop him and didn't. And this other cop happened to be driving an off duty and got hit head on and they both died. The killer was his last name was Corona. So I guess it was a, you know, the first Corona related death, but that guy so I, I just found that story. Anytime somebody's already made the news for something like that, he was the first guy to step up for body or one of the first. Guy, you know, I just I think it's weird. But she shortly before she was supposed to speak at the RNC, she tweeted, retweeted some like elaborate thread from a thread reading app through Twitter uh, war news at war news and use she said do yourself a favor and read this thread all the way through click the links do everything whatever something like that and she was uninvited to the rnc because it was what they call an anti-semitic screed but it went into the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which for some crazy reason, the FBI released recently the aged documents because it's an old thing. It's like 100 years old or something almost. So I don't know why, like the other day, the FBI kind of authenticated yeah, it. Yeah, that's strange. It was very weird. So they and it's a bizarre document, but then this whole thing, it talked about the Titanic, it talked about Ukraine, it talks about Valerie Jarrett. So tons of stuff in there that is absolutely worth looking into is completely tainted by, I mean, it was almost like they just, this was, it's just a basket of tainted conspiracy theories. They threw everything in there and this woman just brought national attention to all of that. I read the whole thing. I didn't read the whole thing. I tried I to find the thread. So you, you found the thread and... Yeah, and I scrolled through it and it was just... It was like a... It was so comprehensive. I didn't look at everything, but any place I like... It was almost like spinning a wheel and I just like Wheel of Fortune. And when, any place I stopped, I was like, oh, I've heard of that conspiracy theory. Oh, that one's valid. That one's not valid. This is that... And it just absolutely, I'm sure the moon landing's in there somewhere. I didn't even, you know, I didn't look for every single thing, but it caused, caused a lot of attention to it. It is a QAnon thing. So it taints every conspiracy. So with every anti- conspiracy is anti-Semitic. Yes, correct. Not just the anti-Semitic ones. Yeah, all of them. Or not just the ones whose main character happens to be Jewish. That's how they're using QAnon. That's what we've been talking about. And you know what else has been retroactively applied to QAnon, called a QAnon conspiracy, 9-11 truthers. They're just throwing everything into that bucket. Well, 9-11 did escalate the war in the Middle East. And I believe Netanyahu said this is, you know, good for us or something like that. So like that would be a relevant, you know, that is one that I think would more easily be tied to the anti-Semitic thing than uh, the Titanic. Yeah, it's funny. But the yeah, Titanic can, is a QAnon conspiracy. Yeah, that's I interesting. That. <laughs> I mean, maybe that was really the main point of it to bring to to taint 9-11. Yeah. But it, does anyone even think about it anymore? Does anyone care about 9-11? I wasn't everything- thinking about it until CNN started demonizing people 9-11 truthers again by throwing them in the QAnon bucket. I mean, isn't the other it day? old enough to be like, yeah, whatever? 
yesterday's news, like JFK. Like everybody kind of knows JFK. Apparently not. It's an identifier, I think. It's a conspiracy identifier, which means get away from those people and those opinions. Well, there are two other things that I've noticed coming out of this, these themes. And I, I don't know if you've brought them both up. I know you're aware of them. One is they keep talking about this is full on war, which reminds me of your thing of total war. They just keep saying that this is war, war, big war, war, war. And then they said there this was like predicted or I don't know what that cities would burn in advance of the election to try to get Trump out. So all this, then when it goes into how Valerie Jarrett and Obama may be behind the BLM thing and communists and all that, now I think that Patrice Cullors being a full-on Marxist is completely part of their dialectic. Now, it, it the, discrediting the dialectic from the across the aisle is part for the course. It doesn't mean you're getting away from the synthesis or the the solution, which is going to be getting control of police up and out of the localities and to D.C. Both sides are working towards that. And aren't they calling in the National Guard up in National Wisconsin? National Guard is going to Kenosha, which is... Gun I, battle I'm, went on last night? I'm so glad that this did not come to Pasadena, but the Pasadena case is so much worse, and that guy isn't even going to get scrutinized, that cop. I don't know what happened in Kenosha. It was confusing, far away. Why don't we see the body cams? Pasadena put it out right away. It was crystal clear. They were wrong. <laughs> right. There were There's some peaceful protests. There's a march. They closed the street. But there's, I thank God they're not burning the place down. But And they're just normal people. It's not, there's nothing, it's complete. I was going to join it. But I'm staying away from that stuff for sure. Yeah, but that they, one is clear. Everybody would agree there's not a point of conflict they can yeah. use to divide people. The other one, it's a little more, you, you don't know. And you don't know what happened. Now that I think about it, the sketchier it is, the more likely it's like the fishing thing. It's like a litmus test. The more likely you're going to have irrational people itching for a fight to come out for any reason if it's not crystal clear. Here, it was everybody. Everybody's like, yeah, that's wrong. Now, it would be nice if the city council or the voters were taking up the mantle of investigating this guy or anyway, I could go on and on. A big welcome to our latest sponsor, an avid member of the Propaganda Report community, True Hemp Science, experts in CBD with a huge variety of premium CBD from different farms and with different cannabinoid profiles all in one place. Go to truehempscience.com slash prop report for your special offer. And Did don't forget what? Go ahead. I don't I do want to tell people that there's a special offer where if you buy fifty dollars worth of CBD stuff from True Hemp Science, they will give you Hey, a half ounce jar of that ultra sports muscle rub, which I love. It's a $20 value. Use the code PRP code, P-R-P-C-O-D-E at checkout. And FYI, I am also now in love with the body lotion. It kind of makes you smell a little bit like weed, which I think is funny. <laughs> and I was afraid because well, I, so. I thought my kids would be super sus. And then, but it blows off right away. By the time you get out into the breakfast table, it's, it doesn't smell like weed anymore. Fantastic. Did you hear what happened last night in Kenosha? No. Nope. There was what they're calling a gun battle on the streets. Two are dead. One is wounded. Armed, what they are calling boogaloo boys in the media, were protecting businesses. They weren't bothering the protesters. This is a story. Protecting businesses that were getting looted, cars set on fire. And there's apparently a car dealership where cars were just being destroyed by protesters. And one of these guys, who was 17 years old, had a, got a long gun. He went over there, 
allegedly trying to protect the business. He got surrounded by protesters and amongst being surrounded, he fired his weapon, hit one of them in the head, killed them. Then he ran off and another protester with a skateboard saw this guy running off and the guy had fallen on the ground. And the guy with the skateboard went over and tried to grab the gun. When he tried to grab the gun, the guy on the ground fired another one, killed this guy. And then... Oh, it sounds like it was inspired by Ahmad Arbery. Ambiguity inspired by Yeah, yeah. You know, I haven't even thought Arbery. about that. He ran off he again. He grabbed the gun. Somebody else went, went near him. I think the, the third person who went near him, I believe, had a weapon. He fired on this guy, hit this guy in the arm, wounded this guy, and the guy has been arrested now. And I think they're charging him with first degree murder. But this idea that it was a boogaloo boy, yeah, that that plays right into what what we've been expecting. Yeah, I've got a couple of things about that. The we saw that boogaloo boy article in Slate. They expected a galvanizing event. I don't know. They said like Ruby Ridge or Waco. That's probably too much foreshadowing. It'll probably be something different. Who knows what? We we heard about Boogaloo Boys being on the side of BLM being uh, or, you know, not being at all like Republican or Democrat. The guy who was shot with his quadriplegic, no, quadruple amputee paraplegic girlfriend uh, slash wife when he was he killed or was he? No, he was killed right by somebody in a car. Yeah. He killed somebody in a car. Yeah, he was killed by somebody in a car. So the Boogaloo thing is here to stay. It's totally amb- ambiguous. It's outside. It's it's an anarchy thing, like an- anonymous QAnon, Antifa, Boogaloo boys. Like these things are completely outside, like the kind of first these the first to stay or whatever the the traditional infrastructure. But I will say this: I think it's. When I looked at Portland, what do you need? Do you need a bunch of vigilantes coming from all over? Do you want the Hells Angels? Do you want Boogaloo Boys patrolling the streets and protecting your business? I say absolutely no. I say you need to protect your own property. I don't like public roads. And I'll tell you, uh, I can tell you now, but I don't like public roads And this shows you that by saying, well, the government has to do it. It's the best way to do it. No, because they, you need to, what are the roads for? To connect your apartment to the store you go to and your home to your business. It's, it's to connect all of those things. And if you depend on a government, which is a pathocracy against your interests to protect it, you've got problems. But without that issue, your own business, your own home, Get your your defense, defend the borders, defend your borders of your private property. You don't need, well, I shouldn't say you don't need. I'm just saying, ideologically speaking, I'm not in favor of a bunch of people roaming the streets. You may or may not have commissioned personally, and they're not on your property. You need to be on your property, on the four corners of your property, well-armed. And if you want to invite friends or Boogaloo boys or whatever to come on your property and not step off your property and somebody steps on your property, Castle Doctrine, you know what I mean? We have the principles in place to take care of these problems. This is just confusing the issue, in my opinion. Yeah, there's also a video of this kid who got arrested, the Boogaloo boy, the alleged Boogaloo boy, walking towards police with his weapon. He didn't have his weapon up. He wasn't holding it at police. He had it down. But the narrative of it is, oh, look at this white guy who can walk towards the police and not get killed. And they're contrasting it with 
the shootings that have been the police. On no one should get shootings. killed for being armed and nothing more. Do I? And I still think no one should be killed for being armed yeah. and nothing more. That Anthony McLean, I, I, the more I think about it, the more I think the Pasadena guy who was shot in the back running away from the cops, I think they made up the gun story because it didn't pan out. I think he had drugs, not guns. I just, I don't even think he was armed. Yeah, that reminds me of the Dave Chappelle sketch. Not to make light of it, but there would be the the sketches where the cops would have an interaction with a black guy, and then the black guy would end up on the ground, and the cops would look around and go, all right, let's sprinkle some cocaine on him and get out of here. Yeah, 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 that was funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's the truth, though. I think that's pretty, stand- not for everybody, but there, I think there's, a, I mean, they call them. They're like burner guns. And so, you know, they just they have them there for that reason. Yeah. Certainly if you watch enough TV. <laughs> All right. So I got I got more I want to tell you about. In following up on why you can't trust the government to do roads, you can't trust the government to be in charge of health care. And I'll tell you why. I mean, obviously, we know why, but I'm just saying anytime somebody argues, these were the classic anti-libertarian arguments. And I am going to show you, even though anybody who's in the mindset, they never change. They pick their sides. They'll take any counter argument, it seems like, no matter how illogical, to just stay on their side. I can't stand it anymore. Absolutely. They, they do, it doesn't matter. Anymore. The facts don't matter unless they already confirm what you believed before anything happened. I'm going to tell you about what the defense of one of the officers in the George Floyd incident is saying that is going to be the defense, as well as what the CDC is recommending retailers to do when somebody comes in without a mask. I think you'll find it interesting. You guys can find your Drive Time News Blast every weekday afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform with the Propaganda Report podcast feed. If you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a DMV, go to patreon.com slash propaganda report and become a patron. We will talk to you in the patron 15 or tomorrow. Have a fantastic evening.